Morning prayer begins on page three of the prayer book. O send out thy light and thy truth that they may lead me and bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy dwelling. Continuing on the bottom of page seven. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Venite, Psalm 95, on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all God. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 49 on page 400. O hear ye this, all ye people, ponder it with your ears, all ye that dwell in the world. High and low, rich and poor, one with another. My mouth shall speak of wisdom and my heart shall muse of understanding. I will incline mine ear to the parable, and show my dark speech upon the harp. Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil, when wickedness at my heels compasseth me round about? There be some that put their trust in their goods, and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches. But no man may deliver his brother, nor give a ransom unto God for him. For it costs more to redeem their souls, so that he must let them alone forever. But he shall live alway, and not see the grave. For he shall see that wise men also die and perish together, as well as the ignorant and foolish, and leave their riches forever. And yet they think that their houses shall continue forever, and that their dwelling places shall endure from one generation to another and call the lands after their own names. Nevertheless, man being in honor abideth not, seeing he may be compared unto the beasts that perish. This their way is very foolishness, yet their posterity praise their saying. They lie in the grave like sheep, death is their shepherd, and the righteous shall have dominion over them in the morning. Their beauty shall consume in the sepulchre, and have no abiding. But God hath delivered my soul from the power of the grave, 
for he shall receive me. Be not thou afraid, though one be made rich, or if the glory of his house be increased. For he shall carry nothing away with him when he dieth, neither shall his pomp follow him. For while he liveth, he count himself a happy man, and so long as thou dost well unto thyself, men shall speak good of thee. He shall follow the generation of his fathers, and shall never see light. Man that is honor, but hath no understanding, is compared unto the beasts that perish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of Joshua. Now Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out two men from Acacia Grove to spy secretly, saying, Go view the land, especially Jericho. So they went and came to the house of a harlot named Rahab and lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, men have come here tonight from the children of Israel to search out the country. So the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you, who have entered your house, for they have come to search out the country. Then the woman took the two men and hid them. So she said, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And it happened as the gate was being shut when it was dark that the men went out. Where the men went, I do not know. Pursue them quickly, for you may overtake them. But she brought them up to the roof and, and hidden them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hidden them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order on the roof. Then the men pursued them by the road to the Jordan, to the fords. And as soon as those who pursued them out, they shut the gate. And before they lay down, she came up to them on the roof and said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land, that the terror of you has fallen on us, and that all the inhabitants of the land are faint-hearted because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to the two kings of the Aramites who were on the other side of heard these and neither I'll continue the reading we have heard how the Lord dried up the waters of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt what you did to the two kings of the Amorites were on the other side of the Jordan, Sion and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard these things, our heart melted, neither did there remain any more courage in anyone because of you. But the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. Now therefore I beg you, swear to me by the Lord, since I have shown you kindness, that you will also show kindness to my father's house and give me a true token, 
and spare my father, my mother, my brothers, my sisters, and all that they have, and deliver our lives from death. So the men answered her, Our lives for yours. If none of you tell this business of ours, it shall be when the Lord has given us the land, we will deal kindly and truly with you. Then she let them down by a rope through the window, for her house was on the city wall. She dwelt on the wall. And she said to them, Get to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you. Hide there three days until the pursuers have returned. Afterward you may go your way. So the men said to her, We will be blameless of this oath of yours which you have made us swear, unless when we come into the land you bind this line of scarlet cord in the window which you have let you which you let us down, and unless you bring your father and your mother and your brothers and all your father's household to your home, so shall it be that whoever goes outside the doors of your house in the street, his blood shall be on his own head we will be guiltless. And whoever is with you in the house, his blood should be on our head if a hand is laid on him. And if you tell this business of ours, then we will be free from your oath which you made us swear. Then she said, According to your word, so be it. And she sent them away, and they departed, and she bound the scarlet cord in the window. They departed and went to the mountains and stayed there three days until the pursuers returned. The pursuers sought them all along the way, but did not find them. So the two men returned, descended from the mountain, and crossed over, and they came to Joshua the son of Nun, and told them all that had befallen them. And they said to Joshua, Truly the Lord has delivered all the land into our hands, for indeed all the inhabitants of the country are faint-hearted because of us. Here ends the first lesson. Together, Benedictus S. Domine on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth verse, of the fifth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And it happened when he was in a certain city that, behold, a man was full of leprosy, saw Jesus, and he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then he put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately the leprosy left him. And he charged them to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing as a testimony to them, just as Moses commanded. However, the report went around concerning him all the more, and great multitudes came, and, uh, came together to hear and to be healed by him and of their infirmities. So he himself 
often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there, that there um, were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said, said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on heaven to forgive sin, has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they all were amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fears, and saying, We have seen strange things today. Here endeth the second lesson. Gather Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us <clears throat> in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high had visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, 
the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who never failest to help and govern those whom thou dost bring up in thy steadfast fear and love, keep us, we beseech thee, under the protection of thy good providence, and make us to have a perpetual fear and love of thy holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, Defend us, thy humble servants, in all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries to the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. In today's lesson, Rahab the harlot, it, she's an important character for, uh, for the simple reason that she's quoted, she, she appears three places in the New Testament, one in the genealogy of Jesus. So she is a, an ancestor of our Lord. Um, and that kind of is interesting in the sense that um, Jesus' genealogy has some interesting characters in it. Uh, uh, a prostitute, a, a Gentile prostitute uh, from Jericho, as well as an incestuous relationship going back to, um, to the, uh, the, the, the story in the patriarchal narrative where the daughter uh, sleeps with the father because you know that that whole that whole uh, Judah Tamar story, um, which is interesting because sometimes the later Jewish idea of you know the purity of the blood of the mother and these kind of things, it makes us aware that a lot of these uh, the kind of more strict religious things are later add-ons because they're simply not present there in the scriptures themselves. And um, what's it, what, what, and she's also quoted in Hebrews as uh, as um, uh, a model of faith uh, that, that Rahab is saved by faith in that list of who's saved by faith in Hebrews 11, and also by James on the contrary side of one who's saved, whose faith is shown by her works that she's saved when she actually follows through and hide, you know, hides the spies and does all the things that they tell her to do. So she's saved by faith, but also the, by the fact that she follows through on what she said she'd do. Um, so what we have is a kind of type of salvation. Israel's coming, um, and we were told, we've been told in the scriptures that Israel's conquest of the, of the land of Canaan is an act of judgment on the wickedness of its inhabitants. That's said back in the Torah. 
And so judgment is coming on the nations. And here, um, an inhabitant of the nations hears that this is coming, puts her faith in the God of Israel, and is saved from the judgment that is coming. And her, her language where she says, we've heard, you know, the fear of you has filled us and, and the nations are trembling because you're coming. It echoes, it's almost a verbatim quote from the Song of Moses at the Exodus when they go through the Red Sea and they sing the Song of Victory on the other side. Uh, that song echoes this, you know, the nations hear us coming and they, they tremble. And so so Rahab in her, her epitomizes this um this this uh this, this sort of proclamation of Moses. And it's interesting the juxtaposition between um the power of God's people under the blessing and hand of God as they march into conquest and sometimes the fearfulness of God's people who are there afraid of their enemies, not even being aware of the, of the power that they themselves have. But so, so, so she is a type of salvation, and this is very significant, the whole idea of the prostitute, uh, the unfaithful woman who through faith is saved. And this is really metaphorical for Israel because Israel is the bride of Christ, but in the prophetic denunciations of, of, of Israel in the Old Testament, especially the extended one that comes in Ezekiel chapter 16, Israel, the, the bride, has become the harlot become unfaithful. And so this is, but it's the unfaithful woman who turns back to God who is redeemed. This is also the image of uh, the prophet Hosea, whom God says, marry this woman, uh, Gomer. And uh, so he does, and then she turns out to be unfaithful. She becomes a prostitute or becomes that she sells herself into kind of slavery and leaves him. And then God tells Hosea to go buy her back as a kind of metaphor for the way he's going to save Israel. So when we get to the New Testament, part of the the, the irony of, of the um, proclamation of salvation is that those who really respond to Jesus are those who know they have no right or entitlement to a claim on him. And our gospel story kind of highlights that. We have a a leper, you know, Lord, that is an unclean person, had no standing within Israel, couldn't even participate in the social life, comes to Jesus in faith, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And by the act of faith in Jesus is brought out of that condition of exclusion from the community into the new community of God through faith in Jesus, just as Rahab, who was outside of God's people, but puts her faith in 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 the in the um, God of Israel and is saved, becomes not only part of God's people but an ancestor of of the Messiah. Uh, and then we have the story of the paralyzed man who's brought, you know, and all the religious leaders uh, all upset because Jesus claims to forgive sins. And but again, the religious leaders feel themselves entitled, and so those who feel entitled end up on the outside. And those who who realize they have no entitlement to Jesus or to salvation, but put their faith in Jesus and trust him are brought into the new community of faith, as 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 the story kind of indicates through the forgiveness of sins, that healing and forgiveness, Jesus says, are kind of uh, synonymous there, um, which does not mean it's important to understand in the gospel story that it does not mean that every specific sickness or affliction is a result of a specific sin we committed, but that there's a general link between 
the disorder of the human condition that results in physical infirmities and um, and sin. So healing always involves forgiveness in that way. The other notable thing about uh, both stories, Rahab and the, um, the the men who carry their friend to Jesus, is that in both cases, the faith of <clears throat> certain people avail for others. So Rahab believes, but everybody she pulls into the house with her, everyone who's in her house, is kind of a little bit of a type of Noah and 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 the flood and the ark. Everyone everyone Noah brings into the ark gets saved from the judgment. Everyone Rahab brings into her house is saved from the judgments coming on Jericho. So therefore, Rahab's faith avails for others. And here, when the, the the men bring their friend to Jesus, Jesus sees their faith corporately. That is the faith of the four men, and certainly the faith of the man who's sick, I, I, I suspect also. But the corporate faith avails for healing. And this highlights um, that our prayers avail for people. We When we intercede for people, we, we bring people to, to Christ in our prayers. He sees our faith and it avails in our faith for each other. It's, this reminds us that, that our salvation is not this individual thing, but is a corporate reality that we participate in. And we participate in the best. We realize we're not entitled to it, uh, but, but, but through faith, we're saved through faith, through faith in Jesus, we're brought from outside, inside, in, into the community of faith where we find forgiveness of, uh, of our sins and healing. So if you thought about thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue on with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. Let us pray. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men. Thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for the Holy Church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit and the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are was afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Pause for everyone to remember their intercessions. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy assured of all their afflictions, since we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And to beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service 
and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Good to be with you all in prayer this morning. Have a blessed day. You too. Peace. Thanks. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Yeah, thank you. Peace. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Wonderful day, everybody. Bye, kiddos.